Hello, friends, and what is up? I am Daryl Smart, and welcome to Smart Sports Podcast. Well, it certainly has been a strange couple of days in the world, and I really hope this podcast will give you a little break from your day-to-day. This week on the podcast, I thought we would talk a little volleyball, and there's no better story to tell than the Valley Heights Bears. This senior girls volleyball team truly is the definition of the little team that could. So without further ado, I have Joe Ham on the podcast. Thanks for joining us, Joe. Uh, thank you. And uh, and we were uh, we were talking before we hit the record button just about the season and of course uh, you guys just came back from Offsa this week in uh, in Walkerton the the single leg Offsa championships and ended up losing in the quarterfinal and uh, a pretty pretty almost a, an improbable run has it all kind of sunk in yet? Well, we're just kind of looking back on it and talking about it and from where we started to where we finished it was uh uh yeah you would have never never thought so it was pretty impressive i was really proud of the girls so uh and again we'll we'll just go recap through offsa first and and then go through the team story because like you said a pretty pretty improbable run and and you guys really peaked at the right the perfect definition of peaking at the right time that's for sure yes yeah so uh, yeah, you get you get to the offsa uh, you get to offsa, and uh, man, that's a pretty impressive uh, round robin. You guys go three and one. Uh, was that something that you thought would be possible heading into this? Uh, our goal going in was was to um, take one game. Right, that's all we wanted to do. Like we were happy just to be there, but yeah. we just wanted to take one game. Right. So yeah. so our first one was against actually Quinte, who was. Um, I think they were number six seed, I believe. And uh, it was funny because three uh, years ago when I took the, the senior boys, their first uh, game was against Quinte as well. It was <laughs> a, a, a pretty high seed. And so uh, and so the girls went in and they, you know, they were pumped up and they played aggressively. And and uh, actually made two quick sets of them, 25-15 each set. Yeah. And, uh, and talking to the Quinte coach last year, um, or sorry, after the um, game, he told me, he says, uh, I remember you guys from the boys three years ago, the last <laughs> time, uh, and he says, my son was on that team, and he showed me a, a text he sent his son, and all he, all he said was, uh, pray for us, we have the Bears' first game. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so it was pretty good. And and uh, then the second game was against um, uh, University of Toronto Schools, who they were they were seeded first, and they yeah. uh, well deserved. They were a really good team. They actually ended up uh, winning the whole tournament, and uh, um, so we had a tough time with them. But the girls still felt like they played good, right? Which they did. Well, in those games, then, it was twenty five seventeen, twenty five fourteen, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So and, you and, guys and, were you in know, the thick of things. Battle. Yeah, we made them work for every point. So that's that's the main goal, right? And then going into the next one uh, on day two. Uh, in the morning, we we took a um, it was a lower ranked team and it was a it was an easier victory, but it was nice because uh, the girls really cleaned up their um their game and got their offense going more. Yeah, which which uh, which helped us out with the second one of the and uh, our and our fourth game around Robin, which was against Saint Dominic, and that one there I think they kind of they got frustrated because you know we came out firing and we were hitting well, but. Yeah. Um, they just had a tall front line, and we couldn't get anything. We were blocked every every hit we did. We were getting blocked, 
and they were picking stuff up, so they were a little frustrated. We got down the uh, lost the first set, and then in the second set we were actually losing as well, and so just about ready to to drop the whole game to them. And the girls just never quit on anything, and they came back, and uh, it was it was got really nice to see because it was at Walkerton, and you know fans and kids there, and everybody was there, and it was we ended up coming back to a uh, uh, and won thirty one to twenty nine. Uh, I I was looking yeah. at that that day and I was like, wow, yeah. talk about a marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the uh, and so and then they actually carried that rate through and took them in the third one um, a little easier. So, so How, that put us into a into a second in our pool. Wow. So, and and again, yeah. like all you really wanted to do is win one game. And and was there a moment where you, you and the the girls looked at each other and were like, wow. We're in the thick of things here. Well, they, yeah, they, they, I, I think that first game they kind of realized that hey, we can compete with these schools, right? So we're not. Uh, we were ranked about 16th, I believe, and uh, and uh, I think it was just their nerves once they settled down. Like, like I said, our goal was to try to win one and not finish fifth in our pool. Yeah, because uh, fifth place was knocked out. Third and fourth go on to consolation quarterfinals. But, uh, you know, after we won that third one, we're like, girls, just, let's get ourselves into championship quarterfinals. And yeah. uh, and that they did. So so right away there, like, you know, it was an honor just to be at the tournament. Mm-hmm. Then it was an honor to be in consolation semi- uh, quarterfinals. But then, you know, we went one step further, and it was just uh, amazing to be in the championship quarterfinals. So has right? the whole uh, has the whole experience kind of sunk into the girls and what they actually have accomplished? Well, I think last night it, it did when they saw the, uh, and if we were talking about it today, um, when they realized that the two teams that they lost to um, uh-huh. ended up first and second. That's pretty incredible. So, yeah, yeah. Now, mind you, there's other strong teams there, but I mean, these girls, they said, you're right in the thick with all of them, right? So, well, yeah. So, uh, and, and, you know, we're seven girls as opposed to you know some of these teams you got 15 16 girls on them mm-hmm. right and and we have eight on our roster but one couldn't make it due to scheduling conflicts and so we had just the seven girls and you know one spare sitting there <laughs> we, we i think uh, the girls uh the other teams see us and they think it's an easy take but uh but we made sure it wasn't well and i was just gonna say and it's almost the hallmark of of your school's volleyball teams and that goes way back to Nora where uh it just such a small school and always small lineups but for some <laughs> reason or another you your school is able to just produce these teams and and again kind of shock you're you're shocking teams within Norfolk County and then you go beyond that and, and now you're shocking teams within the province and what does that do for the, just the school's morale that's got to be a huge lift for you guys Oh, oh, it is. It is. It says, uh, that's why we were just talking. We we're saying we got to get some of our banners hung up here in the gym and, you know, show show off a little bit. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I think if there's a lot of um, these feeder schools are doing a really good job in grades uh, seven and eight and getting these kids into these different sports. Mm-hmm. And I know we had um, we had a little volleyball tournament on their prep for their cage. We had hosted one at Valley Heights for them, and, and it was nice to see all of them involved and, uh, and the, the 
teachers and what they were putting into it because that that sets us up in high school with these kids coming in with these skills already and that's that's how we compete against these uh these private uh schools mm-hmm. that have like um some of these schools are k to 12 or 7 to 12 schools yeah so they see them quite young and they take them up till like this group we had to uh, took uh, this year they were all grade 11s one grade 12 and one grade uh 10 Wow. So next yeah. year, expectations are pretty high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <The pressure laughs> Holy <off>. moly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's been our biggest thing is that, that being a smaller school is just getting the depth to the team. Mm-hmm. Right? So we did have an injury right off the bat when the girls had sprained her ankle and it was uh, it was touch and go. But um, they, of course, like the rest of the team, they battled through. Well, and and talking about battling, uh, let's just kind of rewind to the start of the season. And and what were the expectations heading into this year? Well, this this group of girls, they were they were strong in grade nine and ten. Yeah. And um, Cheryl Peniel had coached them in in, uh, juniors in grade nine, and then I helped with Cheryl in grade in grade ten, and and they've gone to Quassa. They've they've um, lost semifinals and they've won it before too and uh and so yeah we expected uh, them to be pretty strong but still young in yeah. grade 11 but uh we had a real tough season as, as um uh, my daughter's on the team and she was concussed and out of volleyball for uh, a good four or five weeks anyhow at least oh and, wow uh, and and so she missed every time we played uh, Simcoe and uh, had to be pulled from another HT game. So, like the rest of the team stepped up and and, and you know they battled through. But it, but it uh, it helped for we were fine with single A schools, but it, but it, um, we couldn't quite get the uh, get Simcoe. Where I still feel like with a good healthy team we would have finished uh, different in the standings. Yeah. Um, but like I told the girls, this is. So you did what you had to, and you were first in your single A schools. So that gets us to Quassa, and so we had a healthy team, luckily coming into Quassa. So. And, and you guys had a four and four record, was it? Yeah, four and four. Four yeah, and four have, record, and, yeah. and it's one of those things where, again, the injury, you have one injury, and in this case, you you're playing with no subs basically for most of the season. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, we, you know, we talk about bringing up some juniors, but at the same time, the junior numbers weren't there. So, you know, you don't want to, them to um, have to sacrifice and not play junior either. So, uh, and were there any? Were there? Oh, sorry. Were there any uh, lessons learned just with such a short bench and uh, basically no subs for most of the season? Did, did did the girls or did any of that translate into anything down the stretch and when you guys were actually healthy? Well, I think for me, from a, from a coaching standpoint here, I'm going to try to get um, one or two juniors onto a senior game next year. So just in case uh, we don't have a healthy bench, I can bring along and add some depth because yeah. I didn't do, I didn't do that this year. And so, uh, when I heard we were going to Asa, I'm like, oh, <laughs> boy, you better stay healthy. <laughs> That's so, for sure. Uh, 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 but uh, but it does create a nice uh, tight-knit network or, or with the girls, and, you know, they start to really uh, own their positions and, and, and that when, 
when they're playing them all the time, right? And, well, and exactly. The same girls. Is there so, what was what was the chemistry like on that team? And like you said, it, it, or what was the makeup of that team uh, of your team? Because like you said, it's very close knit, and generally the teams at your school are very close knit to begin with. But uh, to to know that you you have a potential run in you, uh, how how close knit is this team? Well, these girls that we were at one of the dinners there, and I sat down, I looked around the table, and I'm thinking, okay, this is our this was our basketball team. These girls hang out. They have lunch together. They do things together. I said, this is our volleyball team. And we're thinking, <laughs> okay, we got we to gotta find a few extras because we got to put together a soccer team next. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you go to these other schools and you, and uh, they're, they're making three, four cuts to their teams. And, and you know, we're our recruiting people <laughs> trying, trying to put a team together. So, so they... They hang out a lot together um, off the court as well as on the court. And so, yeah, there's times when that that chemistry is, is uh, very helpful. And there's other times when, you know, you can, you got to recognize it and the girls just need a break too from each other. Right? Exactly. So, well, exactly. Yeah. It's a balance. It's a balance. <laughs> That's for sure. And, and, <laughs> no. and like you said, so you, after the, the Norfolk season was done, you pretty much had to, did what you had to do. And you got that uh, uh, that single A spot. So, what were the expectations heading into Kawasa, and uh, of course, back at Walkerton? So, uh, yeah. Well, you know, these girls remember far more than I do. <laughs> so, so they they knew that uh, they were going, and they were thinking all along they were gonna do okay, and then they'd probably cross over because there's there's six teams, two pools of three. Yeah. So if you finish third you're out if you're and then one play one and two cross over so uh the girl said well we were in this position before we ended up losing to woodland christian in the uh semifinals yeah and i said that don't get that stuck in your head right so we went out there and uh and we went in our first game of the tournament was against uh rockway Mennonite, who's a always very strong team and they were really strong but uh but uh we were too and uh, the girls just, they just came out to play. I didn't have to do a thing. They got right into it. They were pumped up and ready to go. And uh, we took them two out of three sets there. And it was and, a marathon um, again. Oh, yeah. Everyone was within uh, within two points. Yeah. So so it was tight, but they didn't they didn't quit on anything. And I think that was the, that was the key win that, that set them up. Because mm-hmm. once they had that win, uh, the next was Peninsula Shores, who, who um, they took a, um, rather easily. Puts us first in our pool, so we crossed over, and who do we meet? Woodland Christian. <laughs> <laughs> little deja vu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the girls, I think they were, they were uh, a little nervous because we had faced them in a tournament before, and they were strong. But, yeah. uh, but you know, volleyball is this momentum sport, so you you take control of that game and you own that game which we're good at when we keep our offense going yeah and so that's what they did is they they got into it right away and i, I believe the first set was 25 15 or 16 we took yeah, it was, uh, uh, quick yeah it was 25 14 yeah. yeah 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 and the second one would have been uh um would have been that as well we got a little scared there when we were close to the end but they mm-hmm. still managed to finish them off in two sets and uh, and that put us right into the um, into the finals. Yeah, and again, uh, you're and playing Walkerton, who you know is going to be strong because they're the they're one of the teams hosting Offsa. So 
and then when we went there to Asa, it says it was uh, uh, Tanya Byers, one of the uh, co-conveners or convener of Kwasa and co-conveners of Asa, had said to me, we were back in the coach's room, and she says, well, you know, it's us and you in the finals. She says, do your girls know that they're they're going to Asa? <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I said, what do you mean? <laughs> and, I, and I had thought about it, but I never looked into anything because I, I just, I just hate to go in with that in my mind, right? So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but because they were hosting, they were guaranteed a spot. Yeah. And then, and then because they uh, were in the finals, whether they got first or second, they knew the other team would have the other spot. So, oh man! So it, yeah, you guys weren't yeah. even thinking so about told, that. Yeah, yeah. And so Tanya never told her team. Uh, Walkerton, and I said, I won't tell my girls. And there were some parents there too. I had to bite my tongue on and not say anything because they were asking. <laughs> and, and I just said to Tanya, I said, you know, win or lose, whatever team, I, why don't you just announce it to the girls at um, at the medal ceremonies? That's awesome. Right? And so, yeah. And so we played Walkerton. Like, they, we played well. Walkerton was, a, I'd say we had more offense than they did, but they had a strong defense. They never let up. And, and I think that the the whole day with only seven girls really just got to us and, and our legs were tiring. Well, so yeah, that's we fourth up, game of yeah, the day. Yeah, and so uh, that kind of caught up to us. And so we we, uh, we gave it what we could with what we had and, you know, the silver. But, man, when she announced it at the ceremonies, it says, guys usually are – are all jumping all over the place, high-fiving the girls. Oh, yeah, they were excited <laughs> and jump around, but then the tears come, right? <laughs> it, was, it, was so, it was so nice to see. And well-deserved, right? So, yeah. Because this, this group is a group that, you know, had that potential, and but was very hard with uh, to find that depth to be able to, to do that. So, yeah. you know, things happen to work out. I just think it's uh, it was meant to be, right? That's pretty awesome, and, and I remember this group in grade nine, uh, covering for the Norfolk News, and and it was such a, and I think it was well, it was Cheryl that was like, you know what, this is a real special group, mm-hmm. and yeah. and to have it kind of come yeah. into fruition only in grade eleven, that's got to be a big feather in the cap, that's for sure. Well, like I said, with the um, with the feeder schools in elementary, um, there's yeah. a chunk of these girls that are all from Port Rowan, and. And I know in grade eight they won their uh, their cage, which is the big one for the yeah. grade eight. So, so uh, yeah, we could see it coming. So <laughs> no strangers to no strangers to success, that's for sure. That's right. And well, and they work for it. They work hard for it. Do you have a lot of kids uh, playing club volleyball at all? And I know with uh, the, there's two two clubs in within Norfolk, and of course with you guys in the proximity to London and whatnot, and. Are there any kids playing OVA volleyball? Well, there was a group on here that um, that did play, and I, and I coached them in Simcoe Extreme for um, not this year, but uh, the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, so we we had a few, and they had a, uh, and some of the girls on Holy Trinity played there as well. Yeah. Actually, we we had four, and they had, and they made up the rest. So, yeah. so I I did coach that, but this year was girls are kind of go in different directions and there wasn't enough for a, um, for a team at, uh, in Simcoe. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so the only one that continued on was my daughter is playing in London with the Forest City team. Yeah. So, so there's just one, one club girl on the team then. That's, and again, that says a lot about the development of, uh, just what, 
that your school has done and the, and the feeder schools have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, it's done a great job. I must admit that they've they've really set them up nice. Uh, um, I know they all talk about uh, Miss Kubish and and Port Rowan is one of them that they mm-hmm. also always want to acknowledge, and then Miss Pino in Grade Nine. Yeah, and and then oh, tons of different coaches they've had sort of helped them. So. That's awesome. So uh, one last question: What is next for this group and yourself? Besides soccer, of course. Besides soccer in a, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Volleyball-wise, I'm yeah. talking. Well, these girls, they all got their permission forms. They got they got their badminton. They got their soccer. Right now, it says they're kind of unwinding. They're all trying to get caught up on their schoolwork, <laughs> right? But it's that, it's that tournament hangover, right? They're yeah. pretty tired today. <laughs> so, I can imagine. Uh, um, I think they this is... Uh, uh, they're pumped about next year, yeah. right? So they, they, that's in the back of their minds. They, they, uh, um, I'm hoping that come next season there, they're going to be excited about it and we can get a jump on things and, uh, and they bring their ideas to the table on what we can do to improve them, um, to improve upon this year. So, mm-hmm. And uh, definitely a, a big boost for, for the girls and a lot of motivation. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, uh, uh, like I said, they were their goal coming in was just not to get blown out and win one game. Hopefully, <laughs> so you know to, to end up in the uh, in the top eight teams of all Ontario single A schools. That's pretty impressive. That's for sure. Well, congratulations, Joe. I really appreciate it, and thanks again for taking the time of your day to talk volleyball. It's always nice to catch up with you. Oh, thank you. Anytime. Anytime. Glad to talk. Shoutouts. The first shout-out goes out to Waterford Zach Zona, the local swimmer who now trains in Montreal was just named the Swim Ontario Paris Swimmer of the Year. So well-deserved. Congratulations, Zach. The next shout-out goes out to the Delhi Knights of Columbus Rockets, the Caledonia Thunder and Norwich Nighthawks Midget teams, as well as the Tilsonburg Tornadoes Adam team. These four minor hockey teams were in their OMHA finals before the season was suspended because of the COVID-19 situation. I just wanted to congratulate these teams on a great season. Hopefully things settle down after the extended March break and these teams can get back on the ice. The final shout-out goes out to the South Coast Special Needs Kids. This group of sledge hockey players are going to take on the OPP Auxiliary in the annual game Sunday at 2pm at the Waterford Tri-Century. And yes, as of now, on Friday, this game is still on. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. It really is appreciated. Make sure to head over to the Smart Sports Podcast Facebook page for more sports news, scores, and more. Also, be sure to give a like and share what we're doing so we can continue to make Smart Sports Podcast the place for all things local sports. Thanks again for listening. I'm Daryl Smart, and I will talk to you later.